0: Welcome back to Beyond the Scale podcast, a healthy weight loss podcast where we talk about the mindset, the struggles, the real obstacles, so we can deal with the real solutions to just living healthier lives. So if this is your first episode, welcome. I'm your host, Deidre. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about training through your excuses, There is always going to be a hundred reasons why you can't work out, but there's also 101 excuses to why you should. And I I know everybody's busy. We are all busy people. We struggle with that. We struggle with um, prioritizing our time, optimizing our time. And we struggle with fitting everything in because it's impossible, right? It's literally impossible to do all the housework, do all the workouts, you know, spend time with your friends. There's just not enough time to do everything in our day-to-day society. So usually, most often, who gets bumped to the bottom of the priority list? Yes, you, especially you, mom. You're at the bottom, right? Kids come first. Work comes first. Spouses come first. Housework comes first. You never come first. And then we expect ourselves to just eat crap food, never exercise, and just run on its best until eventually you burn <laughs> or you just burn. You can only burn if you're burning two ends of the candle yourself. You're not giving it any good fuel, any good nutrition. You're not ever exercising, stretching your body, but you're expecting it to run at full speed to do more. It doesn't work that way. You have to use training, training your body to become stronger. You have to prioritize and fit in an hour, a half hour, 45 minutes for yourself to work out. Because that 30 minutes, that 45 minutes creates so much more energy for the remainder of your day. And that's why it is recommended that you work out in the morning because there's, yeah, it totally sucks getting out of bed. It's definitely hard, but then you have energy for the whole day and it's done. You don't have to think about when you're getting it done. You don't have to dread it later. You just have it done. It's out of the way. And it gives you so much energy because I am the biggest caffeine lover. And I'm also the biggest lover of sleeps in (laughs) until I had kids. I do love a good sleep in and I do love extreme amounts of caffeine, but you can only have so much caffeine and the more you sleep in in the mornings, the shittier you feel like it stings for those first five minutes getting out of bed when you're getting up early before you have to get up. But then it sets you up for the best energy. You have this energy, you have this urgency to get it done, get it over with. Nobody's interrupting you. There's nothing you should be doing in replace of it. So that's why I love a good morning workout, but I get it's not for everybody. It's not for me all the time either. I work out sometimes in the morning, but let's be real. um, I'm a mom too, and I can't always attain that, right? Kids wake us up. We get to bed later than we had planned. You deserve late night sometimes. It's not realistic all the time, but definitely something you should consider and work towards doing sometimes. Working out first thing in the morning because there's truly no better energy dose and no better workout than a morning workout. But working out is the thing, right? Training around your excuses because when you don't, if you're not somebody who is working out in the mornings or you're not somebody who's working out at all, you're not going to jump right to working out in the mornings. You have a hundred excuses right now for why you're not started at all, right? So now you just have to knock down a few excuses to get yourself out of your way to just start. It's going to be messy. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to feel like you're doing it wrong, but that's not an excuse not to do it. How are you ever going to get stronger? How are you ever going to enjoy exercise if you just keep procrastinating it and keep doing things that are not working you towards getting to that goal. You got to start. You got to stretch your body. You got to find time. I don't have time to stretch, but I do sit um, on the couch for a few hours at night when my fiance's off, and I could easily do a quick stretch before we sit for the whole night. Easily. Um, It's just an excuse. So how can you find windows? How can you find some sort of time to train? One thing I do love to give as a recommendation for my clients who do the at-home workouts is having a set time. So we all know we have all kinds of housework, just like completely surrounded by housework all the time. So Instead of getting preoccupied by that and prioritizing other things like that, you know, set a time for yourself at 6 p.m. Or as soon as my kids get off at the, get onto the bus in the morning, I'm going to go do my workout downstairs and I'm going to be done at this time. Don't go down there and think you need to be down there for two hours. No, what a waste of your time. Go down, start with 30 minutes, do 45 minutes, do 20 minutes of cardio and 20 minutes of stretching. Set a start time and a finish time and have a plan. No wonder you can't get started because you can't even you don't even know what you're going to do when you get down there. That, that's not a plan. And if you don't know what you should be doing, you should be asking and reaching out to a coach who can help you with that. But you got to have a plan. You got to know what you're going to work out and what exercises you're going to do. For the most part, at the very least, what you should be draining. Um, <clears throat> but it's excuses, right? We're all tired, but sometimes if you push yourself to do the workout, you don't feel so tired anymore, right? Like I'm sitting here now, looking at my pre-workout, still in my slippers, you know, debating: am I going to do my workout now, or I'm going to wait till right before supper? And the thing is, if you can do it now, do it now. Because guess what could happen now between now and supper? A hundred different things that could pop up. And then when that does happen, guess what gets put off as doesn't really, it does not priority. Get it out of there, your workout. And then it doesn't get done. And then something else happens. And then you're a week later and you're still haven't gotten off your ass and gotten a workout in. I know I've been there, totally been there. I may have loved exercise and the gym for as long as I know, um, but I've struggled many times with consistency. I would go to the extremes of going twice a day um, for as long as I could do it, and then burn out and trying to over eat crap basically and over exercise. Didn't I was not very, not healthy then. Um, Or I've just struggled with, you know, after having a baby of getting back into the gym and committing to it, right? That's a whole nother level of, you know, starting is tough, but sticking to it and going on the days when you don't feel like it is the difference of results or constant struggles of feeling like you're starting over all the time. Consistency is key. You have to go on the days you don't feel like it. Anybody can go on the days that they do. All right? you got to have consistency. you got to push your body. And that's, that's what your excuses are. Your excuses are barriers that you're putting up for yourself that you, you have to knock down. Nobody's going to do it for you. You're the one putting up that excuse. So you're the one who has to knock it down and work through it right? If my excuse is I'm tired, well, I could have got up earlier. I didn't. So clearly I'm not that tired. (laughs) I got a couple extra sleep hours in and I chose to do that. So now I have no excuse for being tired because normally I'm up earlier than what I am today. That's not a good excuse. What else can I think of? Oh, I didn't eat. No, I just ate. I got loads of energy. What else do I got? I'm, it's only my own self. The only barriers I have is myself. And if I say them out loud, they sound even stupider. (laughs) Sorry, it's a bad word to say, but (laughs) it's true. Like you don't, you're the only one holding yourself back. And training is the most powerful tool. I'm not talking about cardio or abs or just cardio and abs and legs exercises. Know what you're doing. Train every part of your body. Become the strongest version. Don't be scared to have the biggest biceps in the gym. You know the only goal that you should have if you are somebody who goes to a gym and you're a woman? Be the hardest working one there. You don't. Nobody looks at anybody and says, I'm the skinniest, this is da-da-da, Nobody does it. We're, we're all there to work on us, and it's not a comparison game. And let's be real. there It doesn't matter even if it was a competition of, you know, I used to go to the gym as a social thing. I did. I used to go as a social event. But guess what? I struggled with consistency because I was going for the wrong reasons. Nobody goes there consistently and is going to always be there to say she was there. You have to go there because you need to know that you'll be there. You don't need to take a selfie every time you go. I know I'm only talking to certain people here with this, but I'm just touching on a few different stages of my training experience. And I've done that. I had to feel like I was going for somebody else. I was going for the weight on the scale. I was going to the gym for the wrong reasons. And it's not about the gym. It's not about where because there's all kinds of times in your life where you won't be going to the same gym. So whether you work out at home or the gym, wherever, it's still about your, you know, what works best for you. You're going to take the gym with you when you go on vacation, or sometimes you got to do home workouts and all the times you got to be consistent. You still got to do it on the days that you don't want to. Those are the ones that are the most important. Another good excuse, what is it? That we're injured. That's a tough one. I'll give you that. If you're injured, you're you're nervous that you're going to get further injured and further hurt yourself. But you know yourself doing nothing is not getting you back to what you were at any faster. Plus your whole body isn't injured. So It's really, really common to think I have a bad shoulder, so I'm not going to do any weight training at all, but you got to work around your injury and make your body stronger because if you're injured, that's like a red flag for you. That's a warning sign that, you know what, you could be, you should be stronger, build yourself to be stronger so that you don't, you're not somebody who's getting injured all the time. I'm rarely ever injured and I've played a lot of sports, but I pr- I take pride in that because I have st- I do stretch I do take care of myself um, I rest when I need to I push myself of course more than I should but I haven't had any big injuries and it's not that people don't get injured people get injured for all kinds of reasons reasons that don't even aren't even their fault obviously um, but it's a great opportunity to think of it and create that urgency as you know i'm behind okay but it's not a a behind that is my fault or something i need to feel guilty about or you know taking uh, allow it to stop me further how many people do you see who are injured or like i got a bad back so i have no ambition and no desire to to push myself to be more like i'm type 1 diabetic so what it's not one it's not something it's something I could let slow me down on all kinds of things if I wanted it to. But injuries you can work through them. Yeah, you might be a bit slower, but use that as you know what? Okay, I'm going really slow now and this is as slow as I can go while I'm recovering, but I'm going to use it to to really build momentum and work on the things that I can work on so that when I'm fully recovered, and I'm able to, I can do the other things. Not wait until the last minute of, okay, now my injury's better, and it's been a few weeks, and I've sat on my ass and ate crappy food. Now I should take some action. Take it earlier than that. I have an amazing client who was a couple weeks, I think, after, not even maybe, that she hurt her neck and seeked help, and the doctor told her, you know, like you were exercising before. I know you can get back to that, but I have no idea how to help you get there. So she was, she's, you know, took some action. She reached out to me and she's been working with me ever since. That was, I'd say it's been six months now and no pain, fully recovered, strongest version of herself she's ever been. She took that injury and made a positive from it created an urgency to becoming stronger version one step at a time. She did not think when she first started she would be where she is at right now. Her goal was to just start to get back into the gym without pain, and we took it one step at a time. We worked on the other areas. We taught her nutrition basics she had no idea about that she had control over. She took control over the controllables that were in her life. She couldn't control her neck injury, but she could work around it. Training through your excuses and not just about physical hurts, mental hurts too. God, I I still struggle with anxiety. I do and it's the best training through that excuse of anxiety is it's my mental health. It's my everything. It saves me. I truly um there's no better way to, for me to deal with stress is go into the weight room, have a really good workout or go for a run. It is the best stress relief. It actually relieves it and gives you good feeling, just sweating ugh oh, there's there's no excuse because we all have shit. <laughs> We all do. We all have setbacks. We have obstacles. We have different hard stuff that we have to deal with. And in my opinion, there's no better thing that you can do for yourself than to find windows that you can train in. If it's at home or at gym or you just sneak away for 30 minutes or pop out for a 20 minute run and use that to take care of ourselves, to to become stronger, to build muscle, to increase endurance, to be healthier, because that allows us to do all the other things a hundred times better too. So it's worth the sacrifice of 30 minutes if it gains you so much more energy for the rest of the week, and then it makes your next meal choice easier. And it, it gets your ball rolling, like this a silly analogy I always use, but the ball that you feel so stuck with right now, if you do the exercise, you push yourself to do it, to train through whatever excuse you're putting up right now, and then, you know, you choose to also make the healthy choice, the, they work together, and they move you where you want to be going together, not fe- not the opposite, not pulling you backwards. And that's powerful. That's the best... <laughs> the best thing that you can do for yourself. It's hard to do, totally hard to do. I get it, to find those times, to put yourself up on the priority list, um, but it's worth it. Training through whatever excuse comes your way, it's, it's worth it. If your mental health is better, you can show up better for your kids. If your mental health is better, Better, you can sleep better. If you exercise, you sleep better. It all works together. But you got to train through the excuses, through the barriers that you're putting up for yourself, or you're never going to get stronger, or it's never going to get easier because you keep putting it off. You keep refusing to start, right? I'm refusing and procrastinating this podcast to put off a workout, but I'm going to push myself to do it. And I know I'm going to feel a hundred times better when I do. So that's your challenge for this week. Push yourself to do at least one workout that you don't feel like doing that um, you need. The workouts you feel like you don't want to do the most are most often the ones that you need the most. So get your body moving, push yourself for that exercise, for that movement, at least one time this week, maybe a few more. And you'll get results. You'll get the ball rolling and you'll see that it's the best thing that you can do for yourself. That it's the best step to, to manage everything else. Think about it. You can't control always The food choices that you have. You are surrounded by some events and things like that. You can make the healthiest choice there. And a lot of the time, especially as mothers, we don't have control over our time either. So take the pressure off and stop saying you're going to get up early every single morning before your kids and just say, you know what? I'm not going to go more than two days and I'm going to make sure that I'm exercising and I'm finding 30 minutes, 40 minutes, some sort of window that I'm moving my body. I'm sweating. I'm doing yoga. I'm running. I'm in the gym. I'm doing something for myself that's going to give me energy to to, and take care of me and allow me to do all the other things and stay on top of all the other things that life throws our way. So start training through the excuses. You're the only one putting them up. Some days, okay, if you're sick, there's totally reasons when you need to stay home and rest. You don't have to push it and go to the gym seven days a week. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about everybody who struggles to have a consistency with exercise and to get going right now, to actually start exercise. Ask for help if you need it. Or... Quit the only, the only excuses that you're putting up for yourself and just do it. You will not regret it. Never. You'll never regret the workout. I can't remember, or I can definitely count on one hand, the number of workouts that I regretted doing and I didn't feel amazing afterwards. Right? You're always going to feel... And don't, don't work it up to be like, you have to always go in and do a two-hour workout or a one-hour workout. Give more intensity and just give 20 minutes. That's all you need some days. So start a little smaller, but take some action. Take some real action. Don't let those excuses hold you back anymore from the potential of your results, from the potential of you feeling better, having a better mental health, being stronger, having more confidence having a plan, having control, having more energy. There's only so much coffee you can drink, right? And some people, they sleep a lot, but they still don't feel good. You got to eat good. You got to strength train. You got to exercise. You got to take care of you. So keep take care of you. Take on that challenge that I said and push yourself this week for at least one workout that you don't feel like doing, but you you know you should do, and you have a little window that you can close your eyes to your mess and get it done. Do it. Take some action because you deserve that. You deserve a 30-minute or a 60-minute workout, and you deserve to exercise, move your body, and take care of yourself. Because that's going to allow you to take care of everybody else, too. Okay? You got this. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I really, truly hope that something I said today created a spark for you. An urgency to take some action, positive action, big or small, in your health and in your life and just how you feel each day. Please share those Beyond the Scale wins with me in your Instagram stories and and tag me at D-E-E, Pike Fitness, all one word, as I'd really love to hear about them and celebrate you as you deserve to be celebrated for taking action, taking the hard, uncomfortable step outside that comfort zone. Or also take a minute to share this episode with a friend, a family member, or any person in your life who know you, you really feel needs to hear this too. Um, remember that you don't need to be perfect to make progress on your health, your life. You just need to start. You need to just keep going, keep learning, and getting back up. You got this. I'll see you on the next episode. Let's go.